the Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. Here's Johnny. Johnny. Imagine my name is Johnny. You know what? I actually, I say this a lot, but the first time I ever like met you or the first time I knew you were going to be doing the show together, I was like, what's so what's like your real name? Like Jazz is a cool radio name. And you're like, no, no, my name's Jazz. Like, I know. Look, we're we're co-hosts now. I need to know everything about you. What's, What's your real name? And you were like, my real name is Jazz. Like, give me your driver's license. I couldn't believe your name was actually Jazz. I got my driver's license last week. That's what I said. Yeah, you did. Although you were like, last week plus a few years because you've been driving since you were like a kid. Yeah, this well, is. Not, this you've is been driving seventeen. Driving since I was seventeen. Sixteen. Yeah, yeah, seventeen. I got my license all <laughs> ten years after you. <laughs> That's nuts. Actually, speaking of driving, I got a a text from my friend the other day. One of my good friends from school. Uh, shout out Dave Byrne. Um, when we were in school, we realised after we had both done our driving tests and, and our, our 12 lessons, we both realised that we actually had the same driving instructor. Because uh, I, I I did my my all my driving lessons in Wicklow Town um, because I think they had a, they had a higher, not they had a higher pass rate, but also they had only, they had a maximum of like four routes that they actually used for the test. So rather than in Dublin, they can essentially bring you anywhere but in Wicklow Town they can only bring you like one of four routes so I did all my lessons or a good amount of my lessons there so I could get really familiar with the roads and stuff even though Wicklow Town's so hilly hill starts pretty much at every junction but um, we realised we had the same driving instructor and we always had a good laugh about it because he was a real funny man and Dave texted me there the other day and he was like Jazz You'll never guess who I walked past in Bray today. And I says, who? I says, Dave, Dave, tell me, who? And Dave says, our driving instructor, John, I can't remember his name, but John, our driving instructor. And I was like, oh, no way, because he's a big, big, uh, he's a big, like, big kind of roundy man with kind of like shaggy grey hair, real funny character. And then Dave says, yeah, and he had an absolutely smoking hot wife. <laughs> Which now not saying that this fella was, he was he wasn't bad looking, but he wasn't he wasn't uh, he wasn't like Brad Pitt if you get me. But he's a real funny guy, and uh, we we're in a group chat, and and Dave's girlfriend is like, oh my god, yeah, like this girl was was an absolute milf of the of the highest regard. <laughs> so, Joss, you're saying that you did your driving test in a place where the pass weight was re- was really high? Not really high, higher than Dublin. Probably just handing out handing out licenses. <laughs> you wish they were handing out licenses. I I only got one fault on my driving on my driving test, as in like one little mark. You're allowed eight grade twos, I think. I only got one grade two, and that was for driving too slow. I always found that like the most upsetting thing about the driving test, because like, obviously, like I know, like. You ha- like obviously you have to drive slow, but like surely by driving slow you're being careful. But then I suppose there is dangerously slow too. Yeah. But it just feels like you're being punished for trying to do the right thing. I know, I know. And I, I, the bit of the road and the part of the testing they gave me the, the fault for driving slow. 
it was on a big straight the limit was like 60 kilometers an hour i was driving i was driving like 58 like i was driving almost on the limit i absolutely wasn't driving too slow and i, I honestly reckon and i'm not i'm not tooting my own horn here well i kind of am but i honestly reckon they gave me a fault just so i wasn't this 18 year old i probably probably 17 when i did my test this 17 year old kid who has his first time doing his test and walks out with a clean sheet i guarantee they just gave me that to, to not give me that um yeah. But yeah, absolute mad scenes. And now look at him. Ten years later, he's mad into Formula One. Oh, I'm such a great driver. I should just watch more great driving on the telly. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Maybe if you watched the Formula One, you'd be a little bit better. Hey, I'm a great driver. I'm a brilliant driver. Actually, speaking of driving, we uh, we had a conversation on the radio t- uh, this week um, where I had to renew my uh, car insurance. And it's like my most dreaded yearly conversation on the phone like jazz you know me i hate phone calls i don't know Mm. what it is i just hate picking up the phone and ringing strangers and like even though i'm 28 this year oh god i had a moment where i thought i was turning 29 oh Oh, my my god geez 29 is 29 is no joke i'm turning i'm turning i'm 27 i'm turning 28 this year that doesn't sound right no, I'm definitely 27. Oh, God. Oh, oh God. Um, but I just hate, like, even though I know I'm 28 this year, I still don't feel confident. Like, when it comes to cars, I'm like, hang on a second, Dad, what does this mean? I just, it's not my thing. Yeah, it's, it is difficult. It's kind of daunting as well. But in saying that, this time next year, you'll be turning 29. And oh. at 29... At 29, you have to have your shit together. It's actually, it's just the rules. 29, no you don't. 29 is almost 30. Like 28, you can, you're can you clinging on to your 20s. 29 is, it's not, like 29 might as well be in the 30s. Do you know? You're so mean. No, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not even saying this as an attack on you. I like. Yes. I, no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not, I'm, I'm addressing all 28 slash 29 year olds right now. Like 28, you're clinging on to your 20s. 29... You might as well be 34 if you're 29, you know? You are what's wrong with society by saying, <laughs> oh, by this age, you have to have this. By this age, you have to have a house. And I don't say that. I don't have a bloody house. I still live with my mom. Yeah, but that's because oh, I'm only 24. Of course, I'm going to still live with my mom. I've got my whole life to live. I'm <laughs> such a child. Um, but no, I mean, I think it doesn't matter what age you are. I think you could be... You could be 24 and mature or 29 and immature. It doesn't matter. Time does not exist. As long as if you're a, an immature 29-year-old, but you have your shit together and you and you know who to call when you have to renew your insurance. <laughs> no, I will, I will, I will never, ever, ever, ever. Um, so we had a game of Yes, No, M or So this week and we do it every single Tuesday around half eight on the show. But one of my favorite things to do is I like to kind of ask like get to know you questions with our with our players because I find they're like the unpredictable questions and that's where they can kind of like slip up. That's the ones where they need to think more. Yeah. But Jack, I want to ask you some of my get to know you questions. Oh yeah, you said this on Tuesday. You're like, you know what? We should do this in the podcast intro. And I said, yeah, and I forgot about it. So yeah, fire away. If what what do you want to know about me? What I, what I age have- am I? I am in the prime of Lyme. I'm 24 years young. Dad, you are so lucky I'm broadcasting from home because I would slap you if I was in the studio. <laughs> okay, so I have a hundred questions in front ah, of me. Ah, Jesus, we don't have time for a hundred questions. Oh, but I'm, get- I'm getting you to pick numbers. Let's go with 24. <laughs> oh, you're so in. Okay, question 24. If you could only eat one meal for the rest of your life, what would it be? Probably fajitas. Oh, good choice. Chicken. Yeah. 
Yeah, chicken fajitas. Um, yeah, they're just so versatile. They're like, you can consider them healthy, but also they also taste kind of like fast food slash food you get out. So you'd be hitting all bases in terms of satisfaction with them. And yeah, like there's a bit of veg, salsa, cheese, what have you. So yeah, I'd, I'd probably fajitas. Okay, another question. Let's oh, go. No, another number. Let's go. Twenty-nine. Why twenty-nine? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Would you rather vacation in Hawaii or Alaska, and why? Ah, Hawaii. Like Alaska, like that's very much a sun or snow question. But they've, they like like Hawaii, obviously peak sun destination. But Alaska is not peak snow destination. If that question had been Alaska or Whistler in the winter in Vancouver or not well north of Vancouver that would be a difficult question because I love snow I love snowboarding I love snow activities I love snow holidays but I do love the sun oh see if you were holidaying in the sun forever like that's grand you go to the beach you lay like sunbathe but like if you're in the snow you have activities you're snowboarding you're skiing like it's actually the stuff to do do you know well, it's just—it's just which would which would you rather go to right now? Like, you're not banned from going to other places. Oh, I thought that was the thought that was the criteria. No. Well, would you rather vacation in Hawaii or Alaska and why? Right now, forever. okay. I thought there's only one or the other. Right now, I'd probably go to Hawaii. Okay. Same. Yeah. See you there. Um, uh, and third and final question. I'll get to know Jazz Keen. Sixty-nine. You did that one last night. <laughs> oh, did I? What was it? <laughs> Uh, it was is your glass half full or half empty oh my glass is half full always okay let's go 77 77 okay are you an introvert or an extrovert oh this is really tough I think I'm an introverted extrovert same oh my god same yeah I'm definitely more of an extrovert but I very much like my own I like being on my own and I and I and I I need to be on my own sometimes and I very much enjoy my own company but if I was to pin myself as one or the other I'd probably say an extrovert yeah I think I'm the same I always have this conversation I definitely think I'm an introverted extrovert because um I I love like obviously I think you kind of have to be an extrovert, I think, to do the kind of job that we do. Yeah. Because I do, a lot of like our real life is on the radio and we share very personal things a lot of the time. But sometimes when the focus is on me, I get a bit like, oh, Scarlett. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I like when the focus is on me, shock horror. But... <laughs> I like it, but I'm also like, it makes me nervous a bit. But I do love being the centre of attention yeah 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 definitely no I like that but I I do like I do like and I know the importance of just being with me and I'm very happy to be alone when I when I am alone and that sort of crack but yeah it's interesting what um, what I was going to say there oh I I actually this is funny I actually I much prefer listening I much prefer listening to talking which is so weird that's funny (laughs) what? You never listen to me. That's funny. <laughs> After dribbling. <laughs> Oops. Yeah, but I was talking to Claudia, and my girlfriend, recently about it, and uh, and I just came up in conversation. I was like, I actually, I would, I'd much rather listen to stories and take in information rather than tell stories, which is which is what we do on the show. We tell stories about our lives and stuff, and 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 all that to the crack. But I much prefer shutting up and just listening. I find it easier, and I and I I, I think I'm a good listener. 
<laughs> you'll disagree, but I think I'm a good listener. Uh, no, I do think you're a good listener. I think <laughs> you're probably, I don't know, you know, you are a good listener. I feel like if I've ever, like anytime I've had to like talk to anything to you about like serious, not that I talked about serious shit very often, but like, <laughs> I mean it to be, but like you are a good listener. Like that time when my, when my tire went flat and I was like, seriously, Jazz, I need help. This is what happened. You're like, okay. And then you fix my tire. Yeah, this is true. This is true. And you know what? You have two ears and one mouth for a reason. You listen twice as hard as you talk. So sh- just shut up. I'm not talking to you. <laughs> Everyone just needs to shut up a little bit more. That was very directed at me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, interesting though. I think we've learned a lot about ourselves. Next week we'll next week we'll do you. You can pick some numbers. We've learned a lot about ourselves. Uh, we've learned a lot about you. We've <laughs> learned a lot about me, and that's all we have time for. <laughs> yeah, next week you can you can do me. Okay, h- hang on. We'll do we'll do one question for you now. What number do you pick? Uh, you, uh, I will. Oh, hang on, I'll you. pick for you because you can see the questions. Yeah. Let's go ninety-two. Ninety-two. Hang on, let me scroll down. Ninety-two. 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 Oh God! Oh. Where do you see yourself in ten years? Oh <laughs> yes. Oh why? Why? Okay, in ten years, I see myself thirty-seven. Oh, oh my God! You thought twenty-nine was bad. Good God! Okay, ten years time. I'm thirty-seven. I am retired and a millionaire. <laughs> And I am living in South County Dublin in a gated area with a very big house, many dogs, and um, yeah, just loads of loads of dogs. <laughs> <laughs> loads of dogs. No, I definitely think I'm hopefully still gonna be working in the industry. I don't know if we'll be on the zoo crew. I don't think they'll allow me to be on the zoo crew when I'm almost forty. Yeah. Um, I'll probably do something else. I'd love to be doing telly. Hello, telly fellow games. kids. Hello, fellow kids. Um. Yeah. No, I'd probably love to be working in telly. Um. Again, with just loads of dogs <laughs> on a telly show about dogs would be oh. my dream. <laughs> doing a doing a telly show with dogs and loads of dogs. All right. Well, consider this. Uh, consider this your time capsule. We'll check in when you're forty and see if that happened. Shut up! I was really looking forward to this intro of the podcast, and now it's. Uh... <laughs> All right. Well, enjoy the podcast. I say the intro is better than the rest of the show, but anyway, enjoy. <laughs> Bye. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. Right now, though, we're having a debate on bats. Are you for them or are you against them? Jazz had one over the weekend. He was so looking forward to it, only to be extremely disappointed and got bored of sitting in his own dirt for about three minutes. <laughs> yeah, I just, I was really building up to it and then just, I was sitting in it, got very hot and bothered. I was just like, nah, this isn't a good time. And I honestly think <sighs> the bath last night that I had will be the last bath of my lifetime. So I'm very much against baths from this moment forward. But where do you sit on it? Where do you sit in your bath? Are you for <laughs> are you for or against baths? Let us know. 87 1038 I absolutely love them. Jody's been in touch. He says, Jazz, you don't know what you're talking about. They are bliss. And he's also poking fun at the fact that I'm very petite. And he says, I'd say you defo fit in a bath better than I do. Well, my friend Jody, he is 6'2". So yeah, I'd say a bath counts as a bit of a sea swim for me on that time. <laughs> <laughs> Sean's on WhatsApp. I'm a bath hater. Simply because I'm 6'4". 
no fit in the back so that's it yeah this is the thing if you're tall yeah. if you're tall like I'm not I'm, tall people problems I'm I'm 6 foot I'm I'm, ele- I'm 5'11 and 3 quarters let's call five it 5'11 5'10 5'11 let's call it 6 foot but I'm not I'm not <laughs> I'm not overly tall but even still I was cramped in it Bath are not for big boys Let's put it that way <laughs> No they're not <laughs> um, Richard said Baths are amazing You are wrong Nothing like going for a good run Home to a bath with Epsom salts And bubble bath <laughs> Beer is compulsory If you had a bath here You would have enjoyed it more Richard I think Richard's inviting you over for a bath. <laughs> why do I feel like why do I feel like Richard that is that is a passive aggressive invitation and you will show me a good time via the bath. <laughs> I love that. I love that so much. Will there be dinner included in yeah. that? Please let us know. Oh wait, seven, seven, eleven, one zero three eight. At least buy me dinner first. Uh, Pia, welcome to the show. <laughs> Tell us where you sit on baths. I love them. I tell myself for a bath. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Are you like we, me? Do you, do you not have a bath at home? No, we got rid of it, right? But my mom has one in her house, so anytime I go down, she makes sure the water is on about an hour. <laughs> so there's enough to fill the like to fill the bath right at the top. All the like I rob all my little sister's bath bombs and all. Oh, I have a whale of a time <laughs> in the bath. Ah, pardon the pun. But do you not feel you you get all like bloody hot and bothered? <laughs> yeah, see, that's when you have a glass of Prosecco or a bottle or kind of cools you down from the inside. Yeah, and I had, I, I knew I was going to get hot and bothered and I had water with me, but I just felt it wasn't working. And I was, as I was trying to hydrate myself, I, fe- I found myself literally pouring the cold water over my face. Oh no, I don't know what you would be doing. <laughs> I just think yeah, it baths. You're making them too hot. Yeah, I just think baths are not for <laughs> You need to leave the window open a little bit, but not too much that it makes you cold. Like, but enough that you're getting like kind of cool there in yeah for something that's supposed to be so relaxing there's a lot of rules and a lot of do's and don'ts for it <laughs> there's, there's a checklist oh. the Zoocast with Jazz and Laura Jazz I have to ask you a question a couple of weekends ago or a couple of weeks ago on the show uh, you were saying how you jumped on board the TikTok pasta trend the t- pasta that everyone is making at the moment and you said that you didn't you made it with feta you didn't like it so mm. you decided to adapt it and you used a different type of cheese yes however when you were telling me that you made this pasta I was under the illusion that you invented this right <laughs> and <laughs> why <laughs> I don't know, just the way the way you told the story to me made me sound like that, you know, you were just thinking on your feet. You were like, I tried the one that everyone else was trying and I tried it with diff- like with a different cheese, right? And I was like, okay. So in my head I was like, Wow, Jazz is so innovative. Jazz is a genius. Jazz <laughs> is a chef. And I've been seeing it all over TikTok. And I was just like I got to the point where I was I was nearly going to send it to you, but you'd always tell me not to text you on the weekend. So I was like, I'm gonna leave him alone. I'll bring it up on the show on Monday. And I was convinced that you created this pasta and someone else ripped off your idea and it's has <laughs> since gone viral on TikTok. But now I really don't think that's the case because you have not put it on TikTok. And it's all over TikTok. So did you see this recipe on TikTok, like adapted and then took it? Do you know what? I'll take it. You thinking that I invented this, I'll absolutely take that. Uh, no, I absolutely didn't invent it. What, what we were saying, though, was um, when, because you tried it before me, the, the TikTok pasta with the feta cheese. And 
I, what I was saying to like my mom and my girlfriend and stuff I was like you know what the feta tastes like vomit it really doesn't taste nice it would be nice so <laughs> it would be nice with another type of cheese that is kind of gooey like perhaps like a camembert or something um, or perhaps a brie but brie wouldn't go pasta and all sort of crack Um I'm pretty sure I did see it on TikTok before I did it, but also when I was just chatting to my girlfriend about it, my, my girlfriend is the person who inv- in, uh, introduced me to Bourgeon, hmm. uh at the first, so I'm not sure, I think like I, I most certainly didn't invent it, but I'm happy that you were like, oh my God, jazz is so great, jazz is so amazing, jazz yeah. is Borsan. No, full on, I was like, oh my God, like jazz. And like, I thought, the way you told the story, I really thought you invented it. And I was like, oh my God, that's amazing. And then when I kept seeing it all over TikTok, I was like, jazz made me believe that he invented that. Like he, he full on just stole that idea and just told me that it was his. And then I was like, hang on now. He never actually said it was his. Just the way you told the story made me think, oh, he invented that. And now I feel like an absolute idiot. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're getting something. I said to you, I was like, I was like, I text your girlfriend for the recipe, and I have it in my phone as Jazz's pasta. <laughs> like it's not your pasta at all. It's absolutely not my pasta. I'm the first person that I know who did it, and I I hadn't seen many of it on TikTok before. Um, but I'm glad. I I don't think I told it in a way in which I was to claim it. I don't think being I I was like I had the ingenious idea to replace Veta with Borson. I think I was like I know. I think I was like oh we, we did it with Borson instead. Do you know? <laughs> yeah. No, you just, you just sound very casual. Like, oh, he's a smart cookie. Now I know you're just a thief. <laughs> and let me know. And did you did you try it? Did you put Borson in it? I was going to and then I got a chipper at the weekend instead. Oh, right. So, so you, you've been thinking about this over the weekend so much and you're... Oh, I was seething all weekend. <laughs> if you had to put this much energy into making the pasta, I guarantee you'd be a lot more happy with yourself than to, than to launch this attack on me over um, plagiarised chef thoughts. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, the chipper satisfied me. It's fine. Cast with Jazz and Laura. I saw something online today that is going to get your brain thinking, okay? Oh. So, out of the two of us, no, I you. think, like, I love my I love my sleep more than the next person. However, I do think you are a later riser than me. Mm, definitely. Would you say that's correct? Yeah, okay. So, I saw this TikTok today. There's a girl on TikTok by the name of Bethany Dobson, and she was like, if you get up after 9am, this TikTok is for you. So, she broke it down, and she says, if you get up, At 6am instead of 9am, every day you gain three extra hours of your day, okay? If you multiply those three hours by seven days, so in one week, that's 21 extra hours a week every single week. Mm. Um, She said 21 hours is roughly a day, approximately, right? Give or take a couple of hours, three hours. So there's 52 weeks in one year. So if you get up at 6am every single morning, you gain an average of 50 extra days each year. Now, if you had the choice, would you have 50 days extra of sleep by getting up after 9am? Or would you like to have 50 extra days in your year? (laughs) This year? I'd probably rather sleep. What the hell is going on? Give me all of the sleep. (laughs) There's absolutely nothing to be doing. We want this year to be over. We don't want a year of two hundred or four hundred and ten days. That's that's fifty extra days of COVID. What the hell? Who wants that? (laughs) I know, but I just thought it was really thought provoking because I was like, do you know the way like 
You'd like, and do you know what made me feel probably the worst about this TikTok was she's assuming that we that this is people who get up at nine a.m. Nine a.m. is still like non-existent in my world. Like nine a.m. is very early. I'm more like a half ten kind of gal. Yeah. So but- I don't want to know how many days I'm losing by sleeping in. But like, isn't it mad that by getting up three extra hours early a day, yeah, it, you can get fifty extra days. Yeah, but this is like. Like this isn't this is an illusion. Do you ever see the way like the 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 the, <laughs> right, cool. the the way you cut a chocolate bar? You know, chocolate bars, big chocolate bars, and they have like six by four of the little squares. You can cut that in a way that makes it look like it's still a full chocolate bar, and there's still twenty four squares or whatever. This is just that because, like, yes, you can get up three hours earlier, but like if you get up and start your day three hours earlier. You're going to be more tired by the end of the day. You're going to have to go to bed earlier, otherwise you're going to be losing sleep. That's also not healthy. Like, you can't just get up earlier. You also will need to go to bed earlier. Like, there's no one without the other, do you know? Like, this sounds like a pyramid scheme. (laughs) Okay, but if you get up at 6am, if you go to bed at 10pm, that's not particularly early. Like, you're still going to get eight hours sleep if you go to bed at 10 or half nine. Yeah, but but that's if you're mentioning the bedtime only in the latter. Like, you need to take into account what time you're going to bed beforehand. You know, you can't, like, if you're a person who functions on your normal eight hours of sleep and you, and you... But but all of a sudden you get up three hours earlier. Therefore, you're only getting five hours sleep. That's not healthy, and you're not going to be able to function. Yes, you'll be awake, but you'll be like, "What? What's going on? What am I doing?" You know. See, that's where I think you're wrong because all we can do at the moment is coffee and a walk. So if you are taking two walks a day and having two coffees a day, you will not need a nap, and you will be able to go to sleep at a reasonable time. Well, maybe not actually if you're having two coffees a day. Look, I just wanted to tell you how you get some extra days in your year, but seeing as you don't want to, just forget I ever said anything, okay? Yeah. Just forget it. Yeah. All right, cool. Laura. I'm trying to help you again. Do you know what, Laura? <laughs> get up at 6 a.m. there tomorrow. Tell me how you get on. <laughs> I will. Have a great time. Get all my steps in for the day before 9 a.m. Go on. I challenge you. Let's set a challenge for this week, uh, even just for right. tomorrow. Laura, wake up at 6 a.m., and we'll see how you okay. are at 7pm tomorrow where you will work until 10pm after already being awake okay. from 6am. I will try. I will try no, my very best. Not let's trying do it. about okay. it. If you think it's that simple, let's do it. Put your money where your mouth is. Let's get those Let's get those alarms for 5.55. Let's get those alarms for 5.55 and let us know how you get on. All right? Is that set? Is that going to be your challenge for tomorrow? Okay, I'll do it. Oh, <laughs> I actually think this might backfire because you will probably be sleeping through the show tomorrow night. <laughs> the Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. And Jazz, you had your NCT over the weekend and you mm. realised that when you got back to the place after getting your walk and a coffee in while your car was being examined, they handed you the keys and said everything was grand, you passed, you're about to drive away and you remember... You didn't pay. Dun, dun, dun. I know, I know, I know. And all this was racing through my head. I was like, they've given me the cert. They've given me the keys. I'm sitting in it now. They've forgotten about me. Do I just drive off? Like, sure, that what, rhymed. Like, <laughs> like what, what would go wrong if I was to drive off? Or do I go back in and say, hey, look, I've just forgotten to pay. Like, I'm, I'm being a good citizen right now. Maybe they'll turn around and be like, hey, we appreciate your honesty. This one's on the house. <laughs> I mean, maybe. I highly doubt that would ever happen. So what do you do in that situation? And maybe it's not just NCT. 
maybe you've been in another situation where you've been given something for free and nothing has gone wrong on your behalf like you haven't you haven't stolen the thing do you be honest <laughs> or do you just say nothing and leg it 087 711 1038 Claire's on WhatsApp that I'd be gonski <laughs> uh, enough times having to pay them tests when they failed me for the most stupid things <laughs> there you go I love the honesty I can't say I'd be that uh, easy going about it I think I would definitely do a U-turn no pun intended and I would go back in and I'd be like look I haven't paid yet but I don't know each to their own Heck <laughs> that I'd be gonski <laughs> I'd love to just be hanging also, out the I'm window I'm going to be using gonski yeah. from now on I'd be hanging out the window of the car leaving the NCT centre with the two fingers up and like I'm gonski it didn't catch me <laughs> <laughs> Chloe, welcome to the show. What would you have Hi, done? Yeah, this, how are you? What would you would you have done in this situation? Um, I drive away. I'm delighted with life. Um, it's their fault <laughs> and their on on their behalf. So you know. So you wouldn't. I thought it's lucky okay. day. Lucky day. Keep the mouth yeah, shut like and you're out of there. Would you not feel bad after though? No, no, not at all. I'd be delighted with it. More money in my back pocket. <laughs> <laughs> Would you not be a bit like thinking about it twice though? Because like they have your name, they have all your details, they have your car reg and everything. Like surely they could find you for the money if, if they want yeah, to. Yeah, like. exactly. But it's on their behalf, like, you know. Mm. It's not got to do with me. It's not my fault. <laughs> this is true. This is you true, know? Chloe. Someone's not doing their job right. <laughs> yeah, this is exactly it. It's nothing on you. Yeah, it's a difficult one. Uh, <laughs> Chloe, thanks so much for coming on. Okay. So this is what I did. I got in my car. Oh, and honestly, it took me about five or six minutes of just heavy breathing and being like, okay, this will happen if I do this. This will happen if I do this. And I was far too chicken. I was far too chicken to drive away. <laughs> I went back into the office and I go, hey, um, I, I, I just, I've forgotten to pay. And your one goes, what's your reg? Gave, me, gave her my reg and she was like, yeah, yeah, that car has been checked in already. And I said, no, 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 no. I've, I've, for, it's been done. I've just forgotten to pay. And she goes, you paid online. You paid online two months ago. And I was like, uh, ah. no, no, I didn't. I thank you though, but I didn't. She's like, no, 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 you have. Believe me, the lads wouldn't have taken it if it had been paid for. And I was like, do you know what? <laughs> I can actually believe that. <laughs> and it turns out I did pay. I paid a long time ago. Once the thing happened, it was, it was. Um, taken out of my account and then she goes thank you for your honesty though oh look at you golden boy and you know I kind of in the back of my mind I was like he definitely has already paid or he yeah. went back because I don't think you'd be outing yourself on the radio if you had not paid for your honesty but, but I don't know see, see like Chloe and like Claire I'm kind of like oh I could very much get behind being like hey look I didn't do anything wrong I'm getting out of here. So if that oh, has no way. I'd be far I couldn't I couldn't Zoocast with Jazz and Laura Earlier on today, I was flicking through the fitness app on my phone. It's the... Uh, it's wow, the you must have been bored. <laughs> yeah, I should have actually been doing fitness. <laughs> but instead, I was just flicking through the app. Uh, but it's the one that kind of links up to your Apple Watch. And I'm very fond of my Apple Watch. And it's very good. And the fitness tracker on it, the part of it is really good. And the app, very um, comprehensive. But I noticed there is an update on it. So I was kind of just flicking through. And I noticed a part on it today. And it's like, I think it's Apple Fitness Plus. Never saw it before. So I was like, hey, I'll have a little look. And essentially, it's almost like you're paying a subscription to get like kind of guided workouts and there's videos okay. and there's audio and for beginners, workouts and top picks. Essentially, just like a whole lot of fitness bit, bits that you pay a subscription for monthly that is going to Apple and, you know, 
they'll they'll get every penny out of you. Not for you, Laura. You like to save those pennies. Oh, I save those pennies. I shop around. <laughs> but I saw one part of it today, and it was all about walking. And you know, walking is all we're doing these days. Walking and coffee. That's it. Yeah. And essentially, walking and coffee. And essentially, it's like a guided walk with a different person and the person's helping you through your walk so there's a couple of you know personal trainers and fitness people on it and then I was flicking through and I was like time to walk with Anderson Cooper now now you might not know Anderson Cooper but he's like one of the news hosts on CNN like on, on the coverage of the election and stuff he was he was there front <laughs> and centre I'm like what what the hell is he doing at, at time to walk and I was flicking through and I was like Misty Copeland who's Misty Copeland she's an American ballet dancer um, Bubba Wallace time to walk I was like who the hell is Bubba Wallace he's an American race car driver and I was like why, why the hell are these people like hosting and guiding you walk, like with walks surely it should yeah. be like you know fitness people and I was flicking through and the next one it's like time to walk with Sean Mendez <laughs> I'm like, no, <laughs> that hell? is a lot of people's dream. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell is this about? And I click in, and it, it it is just that. It's a guided walk, but like Sean Mendez is hosting it with you, and stop. It, and what does it say here? It's talk for 15 minutes and music for 12 minutes. So clearly they're playing some of your songs, and Sean Mendez is also there, like. All right, guys, you know how to do this. One step in front of the other. Let's go. It's going to be a walk. But I didn't listen to it because you have to pay and I wasn't going to do that. And then I kept flicking. And who do I see? (laughs) Dolly Parton. No. (laughs) And I was like, you know what? Out of all those people, I definitely would have chosen to go on a walk with Dolly Parton because, and I think everyone knows the words, walking nine to five. You just replace the word working and replace it with walking. Nine to five has a whole new meaning because that's exactly what we're doing. Yes, that is probably the most like legit. Like we are doing nothing but coffees and walks. Like imagine you text your mates being like, yeah, I'm just nipping out to do an L walk with Dolly Parton with a coffee and a walk with Dolly Parton. No big deal. Don't forget your mask, girls. Like, (laughs) (laughs) But that's literally life at the moment. Walking nine to five. Dolly Parton. Thank you. Thank you for the music. With Jazz and Laura. During the song there, I was just showing you a new jumper that I bought. I decided to treat myself. And I told you, because you were asking me, oh, is there a sale on there at the moment? And I said, no, but if you sign up, you'll be able to get like free delivery, blah, blah, blah. So why wouldn't you? And then you were slacking me because I told you that I spotted it on a few websites and I obviously naturally went with the cheaper option. And you were like, how much cheaper was it? And I said, a euro <laughs> you slagged me for going with a different website because it was a euro cheaper are you trying to call me cheap no, it's just like oh yeah well of course when I went with the other website like it was it was one euro cheaper there so no brainer <laughs> <laughs> it was a euro cheaper and I was getting my free delivery so what's wrong with that guys you just have to keep your eyes out and eyes peeled for the bargains if something's 27 cent cheaper no brainer <laughs> <laughs> I just think, right, because you were asking me, you are like, that's really nice, I might get one of those for myself. But Jazz, I just think it's really funny, because quite a few, just a few minutes ago on the show, you were mentioning how you went for your NCT, and you almost thought you were going to get out of paying for it, because you got your keys back, your car passed, and yeah. you were like, I, I haven't paid for this, I could drive off right now and save myself, get myself a right bargain by not paying for my NCT. 
Well, however, your conscience told you otherwise. See, so Jazz, don't tell me that you know saving a few pennies that that hasn't crossed your mind. Hey, look, I love saving a few <laughs> pennies, but when you're making such big decisions to save a euro, it's like God, they're trying to the the corporations they're trying to rip us off. One euro I saved. My hoodie was fifty five. Do you know what that is in percentages? Neither do I. But you got to keep your eyes peeled. Oh, Jazz, you're so mean. Did you know what, Jazz? Those euros add up. And those euros will get you a spice bag at the weekend. That's how, that's how my brain works. But you go ahead. You don't be a smart shopper. You yeah. do you. <laughs> yeah, if you're, you're saving one euro per transaction, it means you're going to have to buy at least nine, nine 55 euro half sips in a week to save yourself the money <laughs> to, get a, to, to, to get a spice bag. So for a free spice bag, you have to pay 450 euro. Do you know what? <laughs> they add up, don't they? <laughs> they have to keep your eyes peeled for a bargain. The cast. With Jazz and Laura. It's New Word Wednesday! Oh yes, otherwise known as Laura Bracken's favourite part of the show. New Word Wednesday, expand your vocab and have the crack. Jazz, can I just can I just uh, say something there? Mm-hmm. I had a conversation with a friend of mine on WhatsApp the other day. I'll go on, did you drop in New Word um, Wednesday? Oh, I did. I did. Da- Jazz, yesterday morning, what kind of weather was it? Oh. Get sick, yes. There was pogo nip yeah. out there. There was pogo nip out there. There was the, the, the cool winter fog, a crisp yeah. morning fog. Apologies, yeah. No, it's, so I said it's not a crisp oh. morning fog. It is a cold winter <laughs> fog. <laughs> a cold winter fog. I always think it's the other one. And my friend was like, oh, I couldn't get out for my coffee and a walk too early this morning because of, of the fog. And I was like, I think you mean the pogo nip. What did they say? She was like, "What?" And she was like, "I'm going to use that for an ever, forever and ever." Thank you so much. So now she has me in her phone as Pogo Nip. Oh, great! I'm glad. Yeah, I'm glad the learnings of New Word Wednesday are getting yeah. out there, albeit satirically. But you know what? It's 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 a step forward. Uh, all right. If you're new to the segment, the way it works is I've got a word of the day app on my phone. It gives me a new word every day. I pick the best for New Word Wednesday. First of all, we'll test Laura and see if she knows it. If she doesn't, she'll get a clue. Then she's another guest, and then we'll reveal the new word Wednesday. All right, are you ready? Always ready. You don't even have to ask that question. Today's new word Wednesday is humdudgeon. <laughs> now, to be honest, when I read this first and it popped up on my phone, I was like, the humdungeon? The humdungeon? What the hell is a humdungeon? Literally 30 seconds ago, I realized it's not humdungeon, it's humdudgeon. H-U-M-D-U-D-G-E-O-N. Humdudgeon. Mm. Is it when a group of people in a chorus hum together and they are known as the humdudgeon? I like where you're going with that, but no, and you're you're not even on the right track. You usually are on the right track, mm. but no. So your clue is you definitely have used a humdudgeon over the years. Probably <laughs> more more likely in school than in work, but you're definitely you've definitely used a home dudgeon over the years. Is a home dudgeon something that you use in private? Not necessarily, no. Okay, so it's something that so, so you say I could have used it in school. You would have used a home dudgeon in school, yeah. Probably. Okay, I'm gonna take a guess and I'm gonna say it's either a maths or a science piece of apparatus. Because um, you know when you get your little um, what what you call them the little sets that you get in maths and they have the protractor and the compass and all in them. 
What are they called? The... Oh, oh the... Oh, that's going to wreck yeah, my brain. I can't remember the set. The math, anyway, math those set. sets. So, yeah, I think it's either in your math set or your... Um, or your science apparatus. <laughs> Here, will you pass me that thing there? Oh, the protractor? No, no, no. The humdudgeon. Uh, no, incorrect. So a humdudgeon is, very simply, an imaginary illness. So if you've woken up one morning, and you're like, Mom, <laughs> I can't go to school. My yellow, my belly looks yellow. I've got spots on my arm and I've a cough in my leg. That's a humdudgeon. Okay. So, so if you didn't want to go to work, you would use a humdudgeon. A humdudgeon, yeah. You'd be, you'd pretend something's wrong with you. It's a, an imaginary il- illness. And the, 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 you say sometimes that, oh, you know, I hate peanuts. You really want to be allergic to peanuts. I would almost call that a humdudgeon. How would I use humdudgeon in a sentence? It's a noun, so you know it is a humdudgeon. That that excuse about not coming into work that was a humdudgeon. I I I gave you a humdudgeon. It was an imaginary illness. Okay, okay. So so uh, so Tony uh, stood Lorraine up on a date. He told her that he had to go home to look after his cat, but he didn't. It was a humdudgeon. No, <laughs> that's not really an illness. That'd be more an excuse. It's an imaginary illness. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, um, Tony's cat, Fluffy, wasn't feeling well. But it was a lie, it was a humdudgeon. Can someone please <laughs> check on Tony? So Can someone please check on Tony and more importantly, Laura? Oh. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. <sighs> right now, it is time for bedtime stories. One quirky story before bedtime. Um, Jazz, have you seen the Netflix series? Now, it's not called The Afterlife. That's not the one I'm talking about, but it's a it's a documentary series about the afterlife. And it kind of, um, there's mediums involved. There's people who have claimed to have had near-death experiences and all that. And they are kind of just trying to make sense of what happens to people after they die. There's um, mediums involved. Yeah. Is there smalls and larges as well? <laughs> Surprisingly, no. They the Netflix budget couldn't allow for small, mediums, and larges, just mediums. Um, but a man by the name of Brandon Monholland, he has shared this theory, um, kind of about the afterlife and deja vu on TikTok, and it's got over a million views. And a lot of people are comparing it to uh, kind of like an episode of Black Mirror. Hmm. So he said that he heard that this uh, he heard this theory about deja vu and the afterlife um, about six months ago, and he basically says that. What if when we pass away, the light at the end of the tunnel is the light to another hospital? So he's claiming that he heard this theory that if we see like the light, what if that's us kind of like getting reborn? And then he says that the reason that you come out crying is because you remember everything from your past life. And you're crying at the fact that that is now your old life and you're starting a new life. And then he says, as you grow and you start to forget your past life, when you get those kind of moments of deja vu, you know, like you might be going about your day and you kind of feel like I've been here before or I've seen this before. Yeah. Um, He claims that the patches of memory stay behind and that memory is actually you in a past life. And that's the deja vu. Wow. Now, a lot of people are saying like, well, that's pretty fascinating. Other people obviously have different beliefs. But this is, then again, people are comparing it to an episode of Black Mirror. But like, 
it's got over a million views and it's kind of similar to um, if you watch the document I can't remember what it's called it's on Netflix but it's all about like the afterlife and what people think is on the other side and if they've had experiences where they think that they've gone to another place and come back but it's just like a lot of people are like great I won't sleep after this isn't that a bit mad but I find deja vu really fascinating yeah it happens to me quite a lot where I'm just going about my day to, like my day to day things or I'll be watching something on Netflix or on telly or someone will say something to me and I'll be like, You told me that ten minutes ago and they're like, No, we didn't And you know when you just get that feeling, I've been here before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Deja vu happens to me not yeah. so much when it's like oh, I thought I said that a few minutes ago. I'll like I'll be getting out of the car on a certain road or something and it's almost like there's a freeze frame snapshot. Yeah, snapshot, snapshot, snapshot of me, and I'm like, I've been in this position, as in, like, if I froze getting out of the car on this, like, oh, I feel like I've been in this position, and everything in my vision is in that exact area, and I'm like, oh, this, I've, I've exactly, you know, those TikToks where it's like, oh, I'm a ghost, and people get out of their uh, TikToks, they dance yeah. around, they join yeah, the freeze yeah, yeah. frame. That's kind of how. I, if you haven't seen the TikTok people are dancing it freezes their body yeah. the image of their body sticks in one spot they dance around the room and then rejoin exactly where their freeze frame was 10 seconds ago and that's what deja vu kind of feels like to me it's like I'm rejoining exactly where I was all my limbs are in the exact same spots it's so <laughs> freaky though like it's got, I kind of enjoy it sounds it. like it sounds like you're experiencing a glitch in the matrix or something yeah. like this <laughs> it sounds so weird like freeze frame you can kind of get out a shot and then get back in I don't know but anyway it's been viewed over a million times a lot of people have been talking about it and it's come up on my For You page and I was like huh that's a bit strange but um, I suppose if you are curious or you're interested in mediums um, they do watch the I can't remember what it's called but if you type in like Afterlife or whatever on Netflix it'll, you probably will get that Ricky Gervais series but it's not that one that's a comedy yep. or a kind of a drama this is uh, about something else but uh, it's very interesting it's very peculiar but yeah. it's interesting yeah definitely if you're, into, if you're into mediums go check it out if you're into smalls or larges oh it's 7, 7, 11, 1, 0, 3, 8. We'll do our best to tell you all about the it. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. The Zoo Cruise Wednesday Wood. Yeah, Zoo Cruise Wednesday Wood having a good old game of Would You Rather. Tonight's Would You Rather. It's probably one of the funniest ones we've ever done. Would you rather only shout all the time or only whisper all the time. Let us know what you'd pick. 087-711-1038. Yeah, give us your reasoning as well. We want you to actually... It's, it's not really as simple as just picking one. Tell us why. If you were actually faced with this situation, who knows? Who knows what this year is going to bring? Uh, I think I would definitely go with shouting. It would just be... It would, yes, it would be intrusive and aggressive, but it would just be more logistically feasible and... Uh, and efficient than whispering the whole time yeah I think I'd probably have to pick shouting so as I said imagine like going to like a concert or a gig and only whispering like never being able to make some noise I just think it'd be just wasted imagine if you became a singer and you had to perform at a concert you're like hey this is my song well yeah you know the words yes you can sing it as well and you'd actually have to sing your song yeah in, in sotto voce in sort of ocean. but on the other hand though a lot of people make a lot of money on YouTube for mm. the likes for the ASMR you know these whispering relaxing videos yeah kind of weird you might be richer if you're a whisperer and that's true that's good uh, yeah true yeah. 087 711 1038 let us know uh, what you would pick Gareth welcome to the show how are you all good how are you we're pretty good thank you very much tell us would you rather only shout or only whisper uh, definitely shout uh, 100%. And why? <laughs> uh, so I've 
two friends in college. One of them only ever whispers and the other one only ever shouts. <laughs> so these, these people actually exist? <laughs> these do actually exist, yeah, yeah, yeah. And why are they only shouting and then only whispering respectively? Um, well, the lad who shouts, he's from Calvin, that says it all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and the whisperer? Uh, nobody knows. Um... <laughs> I, I don't know why he whispers. We always tell him to speak up and he just changes his tone of voice instead. Uh, yeah. <laughs> to be honest... Is I, he good crack at parties? He surprisingly is. Um, <laughs> poor, poor lad's a celiac, but he loves a crepe and a craft beer, as he's always saying. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I have no idea what that means but he sounds like maybe he's whispering because he's constantly in pain because he's eating too much gluten it could be uh, yeah no he, he shouted once he's only ever known for shouting once and that was at a concert where he shouted yurt and he's been known as yurt mccabe ever since <laughs> well God, well, I'm, I, I, I think if there was only ever one word, if if part of this would you rather was that <laughs> yes, you can you can only shout, but one word ever, I would definitely pick yurt. It is definitely the best word for shouting. Can I ask as well? Are these two fellas, the fella who only shouts and the fella who only whispers, are they friends? Uh, yes. Yeah. Jesus, and what are they like together? How what's do they the, communicate? What's the dynamic? Um. Well, you only ever hear one side of the conversation, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Naturally, oh, oh my amazing. God, that is absolutely brilliant. Gareth, thanks so much Give for coming on. regards to your Thank you very much. as well, won't you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, definitely, I hope he's listening right now. <laughs> Me too, oh my God. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. Jazz, growing up, did you ever play The Sims? Uh, I never had it myself, but I have played it a couple of times over the years, Yes. It's a game that I'm definitely seeing a lot of people kind of like playing again. Since lockdown last year started, a lot of people were like, right, time to get out the computer games. Let's start, let's start building dream homes and playing The Sims again. But yeah. I was a big fan of it growing up. I absolutely loved it. I had it for PlayStation as well. I was mad about it. Um, but I saw a really cool trend on TikTok. So there's a woman by the name uh, Krizia Bejos, and I hope I'm pronouncing her name right. She is a voiceover artist and she has uh, created a video where she wants people to do a voiceover challenge. So one of the jobs that she has is she is actually a voiceover artist for The Sims and she can speak fluent Simlish. So Simlish is the language that they speak on the game. And like, you know the way when you're playing along and it almost sounds like they're just kind of saying like they're just making noise. They're not yeah, speaking, it's like gobbledygook. Yeah, but there was actually a specific language um, created for The Sims and it's Simlish. And she was like, she's like, stitch this video and let's see if you could be a voiceover artist on The Sims. So, Jazz, that's exactly what I want to test you on tonight. So, I'm going to give you four scenarios, okay? The first scenario is you're flirting with someone. The second scenario is you're a pirate. The third scenario is you're putting your kid to bed. And the fourth scenario is someone farts beside you and then walks away and just leaves the smell lingering. Okay. So... I've got a little clip for you. So, uh, Krizia is going to count you in and I've given you the scripts. I've emailed you over the scripts. Yeah. Um, it's going to be very fast-paced now, Jazz. I hope you can hope you can keep up. There's going to be great backing music as well right. to, to, to accompany your, your voiceover things. Are you up for the challenge? Yeah, a quick question. Am I going to do the four of these like in, in quick succession, one after the other? 
Yeah, that's how that's how it's going to happen. So you'll be able to tell there's beeps in between each of the music. Okay. So when the beeps start to happen, you know the music is going to change. Okay. Uh, you may need the, the the music might be quite loud, so you'll be able to you'll okay. be able to, to, right. to fix that. Let's see what we Hit have. Play here. whenever this you are ready. This is a Simlish voiceover challenge. Starting now. Sul sul, bare bare hoy yashona. I think you'd be a deadly sim. <laughs> Sorry, can I just say it would be so much easier yeah. if I actually knew the words. I'm trying to read them and and and, and pronounce Utebe Chib Luvi Naboma Kiss Baby. <laughs> I think I think I actually said uh, giggle <laughs> and I should have been giggling like that yeah. <laughs> ooh giggle <laughs> so Jazz do you think you have what it takes now to be a sim do you know what I think I, I think I think I could a rigorous a rigorous uh, audition process I think I could get there and just make sounds with my throat and eventually get the job yeah I think I could do it I'm not going to lie, when you said rigorous there, I thought you were trying to speak more simlish. I was like, oh, he means a rigorous. Ah, uh, okay. The <laughs> Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. We are talking about the strangest places that you have fallen asleep. Yeah, I fell asleep on my bedroom floor this afternoon, perched up against the radiator. <laughs> John says, Very odd, very odd indeed. John says, In the army, I fell asleep in the back of a Land Rover because there was only two seats in the front. I was on top of some tarpaulin and it wasn't comfortable. When we stopped, I awoke and looked under the tarpaulin to see boxes and boxes of grenades. <laughs> Ooh, that's scary. <laughs> grenades! What the hell? Oh my God. You know, some people like to sleep on a bed of nails. You like to sleep on boxes of grenades. That'll (laughs) that'll wake you up in the morning. (laughs) Certainly would. (laughs) Uh, Carl, welcome to the show. Tell us the strangest place you've fallen asleep. Uh, Hi. So I fell asleep in my my local shopping centre bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) For four hours. For four hours. Oh my God. That's almost like a full night's sleep. How did this this come around? So I wasn't well and I went into work and I was think I was in work for about quarter past eleven and I went I got sent home and I went around to the toilet. I was like that weak feeling, you know where you just don't have the energy to do anything. Yeah. And yeah. I went into the toilet and I knew I was gonna get sick, so I put my head between my legs and then four hours later it was actually like quarter to four, I think it was actually ten to four. And the cleaner knocked on the door with security. Oh no! Oh my god! Yeah, and I was like, oh, no. I'm so sorry. I was like, I don't, I didn't even know where I was. I didn't know what to start. I was like, what? Like, where am I? And was your head still what, between what your legs? Your head was banging. I, I was like, I was, I had to bring some complexity, you know. <laughs> 
my god! And what did the cleaner say when they when you opened the door? I I don't know. Like I remember just looking at. It, I was like, I'm so sorry. I I, I just didn't have time to stand. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so I was still oh. stumbling now. I felt so weak. I was off the bar. To this day, I don't look at the people when I walk in. Yeah, if you do scarlet, you even oh make eye contact. Brilliant, Carl. Thanks so much for coming on. <laughs> no problem. Uh, I did say <laughs> I have a story of my own, and this this always sticks in my mind. So a few years ago, uh, a few of us went. Uh, to visit a friend who lived in Amsterdam well just north of Amsterdam and we went to Amsterdam the day before we were going up there and you know being young mm-hmm. and very excited about a holiday we, we kind of like stayed up the night before we went and we had an early morning flight <laughs> ended up staying oh, up yeah ended up staying up the night before we went had the day in Amsterdam and then we also realised that our train to our next destination which was an hour away was until the following morning so essentially 24 hours after arriving in Amsterdam we were like look we're going to Amsterdam. We're going to be, but like, we don't need to book accommodation for that night because we're going to be up at five the next morning, you know, to get the train. We can sleep oh on the train. God. We won't book accommodation. Let's just, you know, we'll go out, we'll get dinner, we'll, 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 st- we'll stay out for the whole night essentially and then get in the train in the morning and sleep then. Then, not copying that we had stayed up the night before that we'd gotten there. We were all absolutely wrecked. We did try to stay for the whole night, but we kind of were forced into it because we had no accommodation booked. So at like, I don't know, three or four in the morning after trying to stay out all night and stay up to make our train, we were just trying to sleep anywhere. In the clubs we were in, in restaurants that were still open, <laughs> in Mackey D's that were still open, in the train station in Amsterdam, just trying to kill time. Oh my and God. And this is like, you know, we'd been up for like two days at this stage, you know, delirious, week with the tires, perhaps maybe a few seven ups had along the way as well I in a weird state was at the train station managed to find somewhere warm um, warm and sheltered to get sleep that place was a bus that was five minutes away from leaving to go to Belgium I had gotten onto the no. bus. I had gotten onto the bus, walked down to the back, snuggled in in the back row, and this bus was full. All of a sudden, my mates are like, "Where is Jazz? He's not here." Someone had seen me get, <laughs> getting onto this bus. That to get on, convince the driver that they had a ticket to go and find me <laughs> and bring me off the bus. We were all absolutely wrecked with tiredness, and and, and if they found out five minutes later, if that bus had gone and I'd been on it, I would have ended up in Belgium. Oh my God! Could you imagine? So yeah, jazz. Not the not the best idea, but it was it was cozy. No. <laughs> was a good sleep though, all the same. <laughs> and apparently, I thanked the bus driver after getting off the bus and everything. Ah, <laughs> always so polite. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. If you're familiar with Wish, you'll know how bloody random it is. I really only see the ads for it popping up, scrolling through Instagram and yeah. Facebook. They sell the most random crap at really weird yeah. prices and like, you just hear horror stories of people ordering stuff and either it not arriving or arriving after six months. I get a lot of like weird targeted ads from them of like real like kinky stuff that like <laughs> oi, oi. I wouldn't be buying. Oh well they, they definitely give you ads based on your search history. <laughs> I don't. They do. Of course they do. Well, it's not me that's searching that kind of stuff on my telephone, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Who's borrowing your phone in lockdown? <laughs> no idea. <laughs> uh, well, I spotted Moving this. On. I spotted <laughs> I spotted this today. And honestly, I was absolutely wetting myself. I, I, I was in fits of laughter when I watched this earlier on. Uh, a man called John Carroll at Padlock87 on Instagram put this up today. And essentially, it is a sketch of Colin Farrell. 
our old favourite Colin Farrell giving a rundown of some bargains you can get on Wish and like as satirical and funny as this is these are these are this is true like the stuff that's featured in here are, are legit things you can buy on Wish Colin Farrell take it away story lads how are you mots it's Colin Farrell here from Wish.com looking to torture some info out of a pigeon we have you covered need to send food on a little mini speedboat to your mate well now you can breakfast lunch and dinner baby <laughs> you're like me, you're so good in bed that you need Johnny's for your hands. 100 for two quid, you dirty animal. Only if 17 quid, but you need a shirt and ball stranglers. Problem solved. Sick your cat giving you filthies. Throw this yoke over its mush. Never run out of chicken helmets again. Three bob a go. Are you mad into feet, but you don't want to listen to the prick who owns them? Now you don't have to. 89 for the pair. Do you want your Mickey to look like a wolf? Of course you do. Ever seen face off? Well, now you can put Nick Cage's face on. Your bollocks. Buy a live grenade. Shark infested jocks. Toenail removers. Luminous bike bollocks. Salmon shoes. Portable women irrigator. Yeah. Portable women irrigator. Oh my good God. So odd. But you know what? They're probably all products that are stocked on Wish. They are. You can buy uh, jocks that, that have sharks on them. Uh, make your Mickey look like a wolf a t-shirt that is also a pair of ball stranglers you can get all this stuff on Wish <laughs> but like like they obviously must have a market for it because they wouldn't be stocking it otherwise yeah and apparently Colin Farrell is their spokesman a perfect job it's a, it's a match made in heaven the Suecast with Jazz and Laura I read an article today and as soon as I read the headline I passionately disagreed with it so it was on Twitter okay. and the headline read something along the lines of oh come meet the most famous donkey in the world and there was a little <laughs> a little <laughs> there's a little picture of the donkey and immediately I was like I don't care who the hell this donkey is or who the hell this donkey thinks he is he's not the most famous donkey in the world because everyone knows the most famous donkey in the world is donkey from shrek exactly donkey from shrek I don't care come I will I will absolutely debate all night long with anyone who wants to, t- to try convince me otherwise of that because there is no donkey more famous than donkey from Shrek no. he's a cultural icon so do you know I, I see the article <laughs> and it gets me riled up this afternoon really does so I click into it I'm like do you know I'm going to have a little look here to see who this donkey thinks he is and, and, have, a, <laughs> and have a firm think about it I love I love how you're at that point in lockdown now where you're just starting on donkeys just living their best lives. Like, Jazz, you are bored. You are bored. No, this is something I'm genuinely passionate about. Donkey from Shrek is a cultural <laughs> icon. So the donkey who this article is talking about is a 26-year-old Jerusalem donkey called Perry, born in New York, and he was brought to Stanford in the 90s um, to be a calming influence on polo ponies. Uh, he's now currently residing in a park in San Francisco in the Bay Area, and he's still there so 26 year old Perry and then I and then I read further into the article and why Perry is the most famous donkey of all time is because Perry is is something of a model and one of Perry's most famous gigs modeling gigs is the gig in which he was paid $75 to pose for photos videos and sketches used to model donkey from Shrek no way! Yeah. So, so donkey 
from Shrek, who is the most famous donkey in the world, is modelled on this fella Perry, who is a, a donkey who lives in San Francisco. And immediately I'm like, oh, okay, I'm not angry anymore. Perry essentially is in cahoots with Donkey from Shrek and together... T- together they are the one donkey Perry being the real life version Donkey being the animated version They are the same person And Perry is who Donkey was modelled off Isn't that the coolest oh thing God. ever So is Perry now one of your icons Because you know He's technically the OG Donkey Yeah I, su- I suppose so I suppose Perry is now I, I have, a, I have a, a deep appreciation in my body for Perry but like actually paid $75 <laughs> for his time by Pacific Data Images who are an animation studio that that have since merged with DreamWorks and and everything from the way Donkey trots to Donkey flips his head when he's mad at Trek it, are all modelled on Aww. Perry so the actual mannerisms come from a real donkey and I mean you'll see the picture on Twitter or on the in- around the internet if you look at Perry you're like oh my god that is human donkey <laughs> <laughs> oh jazz I'm actually I, I think I think if if fate is, is real I do believe that you and Perry will cross paths yeah yeah I, I wish I knew about this a couple of years ago I was in Fran- San Francisco uh, at the end of my J1 a couple of years ago I would have I would have went out of my way to go and meet Perry like we saw some stinky seals um, somewhere <laughs> somewhere in San Francisco but if, if I knew Perry was there I would have went and, and tracked him down I'd love to, I'd love to meet him I'd love to, I'd love to shake his hoof shake his hoof <laughs> Jazz, I hope that comes through for you manifest it you know what yeah. to say put it out into the universe yeah. and it'll happen I am manifesting meeting, meeting that donkey the Zoocast with Jazz and Laura we all know that masks are a very important part of life these days as you're leaving your house you do the check phone wallet keys mask it has to be part of your being these days you can't leave the house without it very very important we all know totally very important and um, you're working from home Laura you haven't been in our building in bloody ages a couple of months at this stage exactly exactly two months today wow. two months today I came home and started working from my bedroom and I have not Mad. Broadcasted anywhere else? This? Yeah, <laughs> and, and these are like you know these are risk prevention precautionary measures that we're taking in the company in the building, yeah. and there is minimal people here in the building. I'm still broadcasting from the studio to press all the buttons, and you know as part of the precautions when you're walking around the building, we wear masks, we've got uh, sanitizer wipes, uh, perspex screens, and all that sort of crack. But mm-hmm. when I've, I've felt really awkward when I've gone into the bathroom a couple of times because like when you go in to do your business as Tiesto would say into into a cubicle um, I'm kind of like oh am I am I okay to take off my mask when I'm in my cubicle like surely like you know if, the, if you're behind a perspex screen in the supermarket then yeah. you can have a mask so all the sort of cracks so I just I don't know I felt kind of awkward about it but anyway I was in there yesterday <laughs> I was in there yesterday I think it was after the show doing some of my business and had them had my mask off yeah having a poo ha, ha, took my mask off <laughs> and was also like waiting for said poo so I was on my phone a little bit as you do in the bathroom in the <laughs> yeah. cubicle take your time uh, little little red spots on your knees from the elbows after leaning all that sort of crack and <laughs> once I was finished that was fine <laughs> pulled up my, oh, well wiped pulled up my jocks washed my hands back into the office and before I went into the main door I have to, to fob into the main door I was like oh my god I can't go in here my mask where, where, where's my mask after going I had it I had it when I was walking into the bathroom, 
but now it's now it's gone and then I was like mm. okay Jazz retrace your steps what did you do you had it on you walked into the cubicle you took it off where'd you put it and I, I kind of like rested it on my trousers which were then around my kind of ankles so that it would be easy because <laughs> I didn't want I didn't want to put it like on the toilet on the floor yeah, on the toilet yeah you don't want to hang it on the back of the door yeah. or anything yeah no so you don't want to be doing that I had it resting on my trousers which were around my ankles and then I was like oh no no and then I could feel it so then I, I ran back into the bathroom <laughs> I had to put my hand into my pants. <laughs> no. My mask. <laughs> my mask. Oh my god. Had had like had rehomed itself in my crotch, kind of toward the back. <laughs> so as if I was pulling off a pair of pants, I had to pull my mask out from my jocks and my boxers. <laughs> Oh, jazz! Was your mask touching like your? No, it was no, no. No. I have to ask. Like, was it inside your underwear? My mask had somehow my my right leg had somehow gone through the hole from my right ear, and my left leg had somehow gone through the hole from my left ear. And I was wearing my mask as a pair of pants. No, I wasn't. But it had just nestled down there, and I was like, oh god, ah, there it is. There it is. There's the mask. Did you put that back on your face? Obviously, I put it back on my face. I had to. <laughs> oh, did it smell bad? No, no, no. It wasn't smell bad. It wouldn't smell bad. And it wasn't up my bloody arse. It was just like in my crotch area. Oh, I don't know. It sounds like it was. <laughs> handy. Handy if, you're, oh. if you've run out of toilet paper. That's all I'll say. I know. Yeah, a bit gross. Jazz, actually, this, this fits in quite, quite nicely because in, in the next five minutes, I want to do a personality test on you. Oh. I feel like I just know what kind of person you are already, a person that wears bum masks. Um, <laughs> yeah, I want to do a quick uh, personality test on you in about five minutes. And also, if you're listening at home and you have a pen and paper, you can play along too and learn about yourself. It's pretty cool. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. Yeah, Jazz, I saw this on TikTok. Um, and if you're listening at home and you have a little pen and paper or even just like the notes section in your phone, play along because you'll actually learn a little something or a little thing or two about yourself. I think this is pretty cool. Um, so a girl by the name of the really real Savannah on TikTok, uh, she made this this video and said that she was once in an Uber so like a taxi over in the US and her Uber driver was like uh, I want to play like a little game with you like let's do the thing pass some time over on the journey and she's like okay cool so I'm going to ask you three questions Jazz have you got your pen and paper ready? I do okay first question and do play along at home um, Jazz write down your favourite colour and three words to describe that colour so okay. you don't tell me what it is well Keep this totally secret. So your favourite colour and then three words that you would describe that how you would describe that colour. Okay, yeah, done. All done? Okay. Yeah. Question number two. Write down your favourite animal and three words to describe that animal. So Jazz, I know you have a dog. Doesn't mean that dogs are your favourite animal, so don't feel um obliged to use lovely zinc. Although I hope he's not listening to the radio right now because he'd be disappointed oh. if he said dog wasn't your favourite animal. He does listen. He listens to the Have you done that? Uh, I, need, I need a third word. Uh, okay, yeah, got it. Yeah. Okay. And then question number three, the final question. Your favourite form of water. So it could be like the sea. It could be rain. Whatever way you love water to be, that is your favourite <laughs> type of water. <laughs> Okay. I mean, if you, if yeah, okay, uh, and then three words to describe that water as like still sparkling sea lake. What? 
if that's if if sparkling is your favourite, write down three words to describe sparkling water. What's my favourite? Totally water? up to you. Oh, it's a toss up between the sea and a river. Let's don't not tell it. me, don't tell me, don't tell me, don't oh, tell me. Maybe it's maybe it's sparkling. Ooh, ooh. Uh, okay, you're right. <laughs> and and three words to describe. Okay. Yeah. So while you're while you're doing that, I'm just going to recap in case you're playing along at home. So your favorite, excuse me, your favorite color and three words to describe that color. Your favorite animal and three words to describe that animal. Oh. And your favorite form of water. Um, so like the ocean, the rain, drinking, whatever. And then three words to describe your chosen favorite form of water. Okay. Jazz, are you all ready? I'm ready. Okay. So question number one was your favourite colour and three words. What have you chosen? I've gone for blue is my favourite colour and I've described Mm -hmm. it using electric, energy and happy. Okay. Well, apparently that is how you see yourself. So you see yourself as energetic, electric and what was the third one? Happy. I do. Happy. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. That's interesting. Uh, So question number two was your favourite animal and three words to describe that animal what have you chosen I've gone for a penguin and I've described them being happy funny and smart <laughs> okay well apparently that's how others see you hey yeah, I'll take I it. would agree with all of that all right, yeah. thank you and question number three was your favorite form of water and three words to describe that what have you chosen I went with the sea although I'm um, shout out to my to my guy river I do love a good river the sea I've uh, described it as bouncy fun and salty <laughs> <laughs> so you've described uh, so the three words were boun- bouncy salty and fun <laughs> and apparently that's how you view love <laughs> Jazz has a bouncy love life everybody <laughs> a bouncy love life that's also fun and salty <laughs> oh <laughs> there you go Jazz so I've learned a lot about you today probably a bit too much but there you go I think I've learned a lot about myself Well, we wait until I tell my girlfriend <laughs> the Cast with Jazz and Laura we are still delighted to be joined by online sketch comedian Ryan Carrick is our rotating agony aunt this week here to answer any questions life thoughts shower thoughts relationship problems for you if you have anything 087-711-1038 Ryan thanks for still being with us how are you getting on are you having fun um, this this is probably the best day of my life um, yeah I'm still, still trying to process it uh, that I'm here with you guys uh, yay that's what we like to hear so tell us uh, t- tell us what you've been up to recently when you're not putting on putting up sketches up online what's going on in the world of Ryan Carrick uh, oh so much so much at the moment um, I, I recently got a job um, as a barista in a coffee shop um, wow. I wanted to give back to the community, community you know and I, I, I thought providing um, that outlet would, would help big time because it's all you can do these days isn't it Get, go for your walk and your, coffee and your and coffee walk. yeah um, and it's it's all people look forward to, and I wanted to be the thing people look forward to seeing the most, you know, and because I'm a I'm a narcissist. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I recently recently got a, got the job there um, in a local coffee shop. I had no barista experience, so I knew, I knew the two lads uh, setting it up. So I was like, uh, "Give me give me a job. I've no experience, but just give me the job." And they did, funny enough, and. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I've been I've been working as a as a barista, completely winging it, um, as per. But uh, no, really, really enjoy it. Um, it's it, when people are going for for their coffee, they actually they tend to be uh, in quite a good mood. So the atmosphere is is always good. 
um, and also it makes for for good inspiration for material as well. Yeah, definitely, and also totally, yeah. it's a very it's a very skilled job being a barista. Like I know there's a lot in it, especially latte art. Or have you have you mastered latte art or anything yet? Um, getting there. See, I try to do love hearts, and they just end up looking as looking like arses. Um, <laughs> and listen, if if, it do, if I make if I make a mess of them, I can just say it's abstract. Like it's open to interpretation. Yes. Um, totally, like that's yeah. like to some person that might be a blob. Um, to me, it's something a lot more profound, like uh, circle. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, shapes. Rhombus is good as well. Someone might look yeah. at, a, at a latte art, something that's supposed to be a cute little flower, and they might they might see, oh my god, it's the Virgin Mother in my coffee. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I've, I've been getting <laughs> a lot of that. Um, and yeah, I suppose build, building a, a rapport with the with the customers. Um, I find I, I, I like to do that and uh, get to know them. And um, geez, it's like I'm in a job interview. Uh, I'm good at critical <laughs> thinking skills, and I'm proficient in Excel as well. Uh, <laughs> but actually, one of, there was one. There's one lady who, who comes into the shop, and uh, like I just I, I pride myself on my small talk ability, and I, I was chatting away to her uh, anytime she was in, and I was I was asking her about her job and stuff. So I'd say to her, um, "How's the teaching, the online teaching going?" And she'd be like, "Oh yeah, it's grand." and you know, as every time she come in, that would kind of progress, and I'd say, "Oh, you you getting fed up with the with the teaching at this stage?" You know, from home, and she'd be like, "Yeah, ah, well, listen, you know, it has its perks." And then eventually, this was over maybe two weeks, and then I said to her, "So, what what class do you actually teach?" And she says, uh, "Okay, I have a confession. I'm not a teacher. I work I work in a prison." <laughs> I've just gotten it in my head that she was a teacher because she mentioned that she might have mentioned Zoom or something. I was like, "Yep, yeah, teacher." So I was making conversation with this girl for about two weeks about school and she just went along with it. I had this, this fantasy oh. in my head that she was a teacher and she had this like uh, wonderful class of kids and she was teaching them online and she just went along with it. Oh. But uh, yeah, so needless to say, I was mortified when I found out but she could have just, she could have changed profession to save me the, the embarrassment. Yeah, you know but, what I mean? Yeah. But here's the thing, like she, she maybe she didn't know that you thought she she was a teacher and by whatever lingo you were using, she just associated that with looking after, you know, people in her in her care, I suppose you can say, in the prison and there was just a, a wall and there was just messages getting lost in translation. Yeah, you were talking about kids, she was talking about prisoners, but all topic of conversation was relevant. Yeah, absolutely. That's the way I looked at it. Uh, listen, she's still a teacher in my eyes. <laughs> anyone who's anyone who's passing on knowledge uh, is a teacher, <laughs> uh, right? I'm well, a teacher. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're all really teachers. We're all teachers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exa- exactly. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. Thanks for still being with us. Are you ready to answer some questions? Yeah. Absolutely. Lay them on me. I'm ready. Okay. So the first one in we got here in here is from David. He said, "Ryan, who would be your dream work colleague?" Um, oh, that's a good one. Uh, Tony Cantwell. Yeah. Tony yeah. Cantwell's my favourite, my favourite, uh, favourite comedian. So, um, I thought I'd have to say, I'd have to say him. I feel like he's he's probably one of my biggest inspirations as well. Yeah. Um, without getting oh, too sappy, yeah. but uh, <laughs> yeah, listen, I would. I think he'd be a nice guy to work alongside. I'd probably just sit there staring at him the whole time. Though. <laughs> and get too much work done. Yeah, fair. Very I think that'd be a collab. Yeah, that'd be a collab. A lot of people yeah. would love to see. Uh, Maddie says for Ryan, when is the best time to have a shower? Um, personally, I start. I start my day off with, with a shower. Um, and 
that's the, I think that's that's the it wakes me up wakes me up in the in the morning. But I think there's a lot to be said for, <laughs> for an evening shower as well, you know. So either one, it's like cereal, isn't it? I feel like cereal cereal goes goes well in the morning and uh, in the evening. But probably it's probably even better not, at night. Don't eat it in the shower. Don't eat your cereal in the shower. Yeah. No. Get a little bit wet. I love cereal at night though. I had yeah. porridge for dinner. Is that really weird? No, more power to you. But whatever, you're, whatever you're into, Laura. <laughs> the pa- No, no, it's fine, Ryan. The pause said it all. I heard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Luke says, "Who is your favourite Fair Necessities character?" Uh, oh, Fair Necessities. That's so fair. Fair Necessities. Um, mm. I'd have to say the bear. Yeah, because that's the only one I can think of right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, big, big, uh, big baloo, blue. big baloo, blue, blue. Yeah, blue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it blue or baloo? But you know what? I used to be, you know, the bit at the start of the, the. Wait, sorry. One thing of the bear in the big, big blue house. Oh, but they're well, they're oh yeah, oh. Well, they're, I, yeah, I saw there's a lot of cartoon bears going around. Do you know what my favorite, my favorite character from uh, the Jungle Book? Then is it? Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, so Mowgli yeah. then. Yeah. Mowgli, Mowgli the, the protagonist he's probably probably my favourite character I'd say it's the first time Mowgli he's been, is he's outfit been, goals the first time he's been uh, described as a protagonist before as well I'd say he'd be delighted <laughs> delighted with the title yeah. I'll get on to him later I'm sure, I'm sure he's around um, Ben says what's the worst use of fair that you've ever heard um, oh that's a good one Uh I suppose do you know what I, I was working in uh, in the coffee shop I work in a coffee shop did I mention that um, and <laughs> I think I said somebody asked for, for coconut milk and we actually we were out of coconut milk that day and uh, the, the lad the lad I was serving like wouldn't wouldn't have anything else but uh, I was like yeah I'm sorry sorry man we've no we've no coconut milk and he's like oh wow that's so fair and then just walked out oh no that's the most recent oh, one I can no. think of but, uh, um, do you reckon he kind of knew about it and he was trying to be relevant was or, what, or was, it, was that genuine he seemed, he seemed yeah. annoyed it seemed like an, an annoyed that's so fair yeah that's so fair and then just like kind of okay like, yeah sauntered out oh god speaking of yeah. coffee Charlie's been in touch on Instagram and he says have you tasted your own coffee and what is your signature coffee order of course, I've tasted my own coffee. Um, no one else will drink it. Is it good? Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it's actually it's it's delicious. I can I can just about make a decent um, decent cappuccino at this stage. I think yeah, cappuccino would be would be my go-to. Um, I love two two boys brew in, in Filter does does my favorite cappuccino apart from my own place, obviously. Are you sprinkling mm. chocolate on top, or is that too bougie for a cappuccino? No, do you know we we go ham on the chocolate. Oh yeah, you can never have have too much chocolate. Yeah, and maybe even a slice it's not of a cappuccino ham. without it. Really, maybe a slice of ham as well sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Well, listen, long. yeah, a cappuccino and a ham is a is a combination for the ages, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> and we'll we'll finish on this one. Um, this has been asked on Instagram from Bran. He says, "How's your belly for spots and how's your arse for pimples?" I was wondering if somebody was going to ask this actually. Um, how's my belly for spots? Belly's grand. Mm. Belly is grand. Arse for pimples. Uh, it's a work in progress at the moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'll get back to him. Yeah, not so good. Uh, lots of ointment and avoid uh, abrasion. Make sure nothing's rubbing on yeah. arse nor belly. Yeah. 
Oh, don't worry. I keep 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 them both clear at all times. <laughs> Glad to hear it. Uh, well, Ryan, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for sharing your advice. Uh, if anyone wants to go check out your sketches, follow you online. Where can anyone go? You can find me at the Ryan Carrick um, because I'm the only Ryan Carrick. Actually, uh, found out recently that there's another Ryan Carrick online who has uh, more followers than me. Oh, but no. he he was in the FBI oh. or something, oh. so he's he's he, he deserves all the followers he he, he has. I'm sure he's a pretty good guy. <laughs> um, but yeah, the Ryan Carrick on Instagram, Twitter, and and TikTok. There you go. Follow away at Ryan. Absolute legend. We appreciate your time. Thank you so much for coming on. No problem. Thanks a, Thanks a million for having me, guys. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura.